Hey gang, Sean Geek here. And Fast Fred. And we have two storefronts. If you are a T Public fan, you can browse our inventory over at T Public, which is tpublic.com forward slash Sean Geek Podcast. Or redbubble.com slash people slash Sean Geek Podcast. You can get anything from either storefront from t-shirts, stickers, phone cases, accessories of all kinds. We're talking masks, notebooks, mugs, pillows, totes, tapestries. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> Everything's there. Just go to those addresses. Also check the show notes and help support the show. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Welcome to the Fast Fet. <laughs> Fast Fet and Sean. Oh, wait, no. Wait, hang on. Welcome to the Geek Boy and Fast Freddy, Freddy podcast. <laughs> With me, your host, Geek Boy, and that yeah. guy over there. Fast Freddy. <laughs> yeah. Was it Eddie? Was was that when you were doing the... Um, with your... um? That foot pedal that you're putting the microphones through and you're getting the Alvin was Alvin and Freddie. Oh, actually, I have that pedal right here. Do you know? It's called a Boss Digital Pitch Shifter Delay. It's a PS-2. You don't see very many of these around. I see all kinds of the digital delays, but not the digital delay pitch shifter. This is a, this is a whole different animal. But uh, yeah, you you could uh, change this one here. It had the option of of doing the uh, different um, delays, but also uh, the pitch shifting, which would be either you could sound like Freddy Krueger. Uh, it was an octave lower or an octave higher when you would sound like Alvin and the Chipmunks. But it also had a variable section where you could kind of go in between, anywhere in between. Is that why it was Alvin and Freddy? So it was Alvin and the Chipmunks and Freddy Krueger. That was the two names. <laughs> Well, that's when I had recorded it way back. God, I don't know. I was what twenty some years old. I can't remember now. <laughs> yeah, when I had done it, yeah, that's uh, that's where the sound came from. No, things are getting higher and higher. I'm going to see Alvin. name of a song is it is it actually the name of a song no should it be it could be it could be well i've i've been working on my uh studio setting so there will be a picture i'll put a picture up of you and i but the new studio setting is in front of me is my drum set on the other side of this table and these monitors Mm -hmm. so that means the peripherals will face the peripherals is that the right word the outputs on my drum set will go right into my daw <laughs> yeah the daw thank you daw and then uh, what does daw stand for direct direct audio widgets i don't know direct audio <laughs> direct audio widgets widgets. <laughs> widgets widgets and then the other thing too is i can actually if i if i really wanted to do it i don't know if i ever would i'm too old for that stuff and i'm not pretty enough but i could actually flip my my camera around to face the drum set oh and 
you know. Yeah, we'll just or, get one of those uh, uh, what's, what's those GoPros, yeah. and just strap it on your chest or. Well, this this one actually has like it's like a GoPro ish, like fisheye. Okay, it is kind of like you'll notice that the edges curve. Oh yeah, the camera yeah. you have on right now. Yeah. So that's obviously different than the camera that you've been using in the past. No, it's just because we're closer to the background. The further out the background is, the more. Oh, see, that's what, have you ever looked at listings for houses Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you look at the rooms and you go, wow, that's a huge room. And then you actually see the room and it's like, oh my God, (laughs) this is like a playhouse room. It's tiny. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and actually, my daughter, when you she go in, just, and it's like it's like four foot by four foot or something. Yeah. Well, my daughter just moved into a new place, so she gave us the virtual tour, and the rooms look huge and gigantic just by the fisheye type of video that she was taking. And then when I went to go see it, I went, "This isn't a room. It looks like a closet." <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> "Wow, that's crazy." And the same thing, like this house when this house was listed. I was looking at the pictures that were actually posted and it looks huge. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, this is all trick, you know, I don't call it trick, fuck, trick fuckery, but it's trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, trying to get you to buy the house, make it look bigger. It's either trick fuckery or truck woolery. I don't know. It's one of the, one of the two. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a guy who invented it, trying to make it look bigger than it actually yeah. was. Truck. Okay. There's a t-shirt there. Hey, um, <clears throat> In, in other news, mm-hmm. I finally got the fast Sean Geek fast spread logo uh, translated into a PNG, a transparent PNG, which is what you need in order to have a storefront anywhere. It has to be a transparent PNG. Oh, so what that means is that if you're going to put the 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 logo onto a white T-shirt and your lettering is in black. That you're not going to have this square around the picture that gives you two shades of white if you're on a white t-shirt. So that Mm. means that it'll just, it's just the black lettering that's on the white fabric. Okay. Now, is this the same thing? Well, maybe it isn't. Uh, What's, what's, what's that guy's name? He was very famous for making the portraits of Campbell, Campbell soup. Oh, um, yeah, so he made Warhol, one. Uh, Andy Warhol. Yeah, so he also made one with. Um, oh my god! I just had it on the tip of my tongue. Um, Marilyn Monroe, mm-hmm. where they had all the different mm-hmm. colors. Now I can't remember if all the background colors were different or all the the foreground, like all the the colors of her face were different. But basically, yeah. what you're saying is, say if we took that for an example, whatever was at the front of her face stayed the same, and the back would be clear, so that whatever you put it on would show you the background color mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if we had shirts that were black or white you definitely have to well you'd have to reverse the colors obviously yeah i'd reverse the color on the on the lettering because that's like we have the black the black old the old sean geek podcast logo mm-hmm. the circle there we have a black and we have a white so so how do you determine which one put on if it's a different color Say it was a yellow uh, well, shirt. You have, two, or, you have or to have two separate shirt. designs. They have, they have. So the storefronts have what's called light colors. I think so. Basically, the black lettering would go in all the light colored ones. Oh, okay. And then your dark colored ones would be um, would have the white lettering. Now, is there a color that you think of a shirt that would be in between the black and the white? Uh, like, like like how gray the storefronts you... are are run. No, but if you had say a grayish shirt that bordered on either the lighter or the darker color, depends. How... It, so there's a dark gray and there's a light gray. So that that gray is the transition between the two lettering colors. Okay, so you have a dark gray and a light gray. What if you went down the middle? I don't know if there's and any... you created a shirt that color in between those two colors. How would you determine what? color of transfer that you'd have on the front this, of your shirt this is all new shit i'm learning right now so it's like i was well, wondering I, about the same thing like what's what's going to work here like how what do i need to do like uh, i don't know like how odd would it be to have a white shirt with the white transfer 
or the black shirt with the black transfer. Yeah. Although I have seen dark gray shirts with black lettering. So it's not that far Mm -hmm. off. Because actually one of my pullovers has has that. It's a dark gray with like a blackish uh, type lettering. So it's it's not that far off contrast-wise. Mind you, the, the color of the sheen would be different because your shirt would be kind of a matte and then the logo would be more of a shinyish oh, yeah. color. So if you want, or whatever. Yeah. So if you wanted to be more discreet and not bold in your face, you could mm-hmm. you could theoretically put it the same color. But, not that anybody would, but hey, you could do it. So we've got all the designs up on T Public, which is which seems to I, I could be wrong, and people can tell me once they go to our store and do some shopping. But I think T Public works out to have cheaper shipping in the US, more expensive shipping in Canada, and Redbubble. I think could be the opposite. I don't know, but I know their shipping charges within Canada are uh, a third of what T Public's shipping charges are. So we have coming from two different places. Yep. Yeah. So so that's cool. So if you're in the U.S., it would, you could go from the T Public, and if it was Canada, you could go from the other you one. You can shop both, but because we're not in the U.S., I can't actually see what the pricing would be in U.S. for either one. Like I don't know, but I know that everybody seems to be with T Public, but in Canada, it's it's triple the shipping charge. Wow. On items. So it's crazy. But so we have the red. So I'd still, I'm still mucking around, but I still have to do on Redbubble. I still have, well, I, ha- I haven't done the reverse color logo in either place, but just warning everybody out there the original, original, original Shungeek podcast logo will be removed. From T Public, mm-hmm. the original, original one. I might keep the shot, just the secondary one with the circle. I might keep that one on there for a little <laughs> bit, but these Here, designs will be removed. So get your shirts now while you still can. Here's here's an idea. <laughs> okay, because you're taking the old logo off. Mm-hmm. Okay, it doesn't mean that. I mean, the fans, if they really love the old logo, you could buy the actual transfer. And put it on your own shirt. Mm. So we could sell you the transfer of the original logo to the real diehard fans who don't want the new logo. Wait, or, okay. or have both logos available as a transfer, not on a t-shirt, for a lower price. And then they could put it on whatever shirt they want. I don't even know how to do that. <laughs> but sure, hey. Okay, well, the don't. We'll figure it out. Okay, well, you know the dome logos yeah. that we had? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I, we created those, and we put them on shirts. So if someone wanted to buy the logo, oh, yeah, they okay. could buy the yeah, logo and put it, it on ourselves. Put it whatever shirt. They want to put the logo in the front. They want to put the logo in the back. They want to put it on a pullover. They want to put it on, you know, something that, that they don't carry that they would want to put it on. The winter hat. Uh, just an option. But uh, show notes... There is the red bubble show note and there is the um the red bubble show note and the T public. And it's I, I have I've updated our show note thing. So you'll Perfect. see it still advertising only T public because that's something Corey did for us, but I guess maybe we'll have to record new new stuff for the, the bookends for where you can do our stuff. And we got mentioned on the manitoba money shot podcast this week yes did you actually listen to yeah i did okay yeah did you hear what he said about rocket robin hood uh you know what i had it on the background while i was working i may have missed a few words here and there but so at the end of the episode i'm not going to spoil it i'm actually going to link it in our show because i the re the reason i'm bringing this up is we have a new patreon our new Patreon is RGM, none other than Ronald George Moore, mm-hmm. a new patron of ours. And um, we're a patron of his. So he, he thanked us, and you heard that part. But at the end of the episode, he was talking about Rocket Robin Hood. I was wondering if I have my notes here. Now, that used to be a cartoon on, on, on in the mornings, right? Yeah, so he had a recent guest on his show. And as everybody knows, I listened to every episode, every, every episode of Manitoba Money Shot. And uh, there's a there's a YouTube channel with a local person who's been uploading the Rocket Robin Hood episodes on YouTube. Oh, 
So you can actually watch them all on YouTube now. So uh, RGM's been obsessively, uh, obsessively, I don't know. He's been watching Rocket Robin Hood a lot. And then he actually came up with the idea of casting the Rocket Robin Hood show. With, what came first, the show or the song? Rocket Robin. Well, I think it was all part and parcel. They had to have was a it? Theme. Yeah. Okay. I remember the original Rocket Robin Hood didn't have the um, uh, band of brothers marching together. That they didn't have that theme originally. That wasn't the original theme. There was a different original theme, and then later, I don't know if they were rebranding or um, they started adding in these little um, thirty second vignettes or whatever which would be the one with you know you see friar tuck and friar tuck a member of robin's merry band of blah 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 and you see friar tuck eating the food throwing it behind and the problems of rocket robin would call for heavy thinking then it's time for the one and only friar tuck to come to the rescue some like the wicked sheriff of not think him fat, foolish, and not worth worrying about. But don't you believe it? Friar Tuck, whose courage is as tremendous as his appetite, is just one of the astounding space characters in the merry band of Rocket Robin Hood. And then there was one for Little John, one for Will Scarlet, one for me, for Marion, and all that sort of stuff. They added, they created those vignettes, which they would throw in between sections of the episode. And then they created the band of brothers marching together. And this would have the background that's going while they're walking. And then it yeah. just keeps repeating itself like the Flintstones. Yeah. <laughs> so they added a whole bunch of stuff when they kind of rebranded. And um, it was starting to gain some popularity. Some some additional popularity maybe that it didn't have before. But anyway, so um, what was I going to say? So anyway, so <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. But RGM basically cast podcasters in the roles of the rocket robin hood clan oh wow oh i missed that i missed that yeah so I, i'm not going to spoil who was who yeah he cast someone as robin he cast someone as little john he cast someone as will scarlet cast someone as marion he cast someone as the 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 sheriff of not and uh the narrator and i don't know pretty cool i started i was gonna start taking pic like finding pictures of all the people he had cast right and start just superimposing them on people <laughs> that's someone else's job i'm not the digital graphic guy now that must have been when i because when i was listening to it he was calling out all the different podcasts in manitoba mm -hmm. uh like the the group that's that what he's we doing used to meet that we were meeting at at robin's and um, okay, so that 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 could be what he was referring to. I mean, yeah. I missed the, the first part of that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I I I, I don't know. It <laughs> it might be fun to find a script of Rocket Robin Hood. Well, they've got him. And, he's have his his picture is superimposed on on his uh on his logo. Yeah, yeah. He did, or or he should. Well, no, because if you look at his at his the podcast, like when you're playing the podcast, it shows. Was it the Statue of Liberty? I can't remember the. The logo. Oh no, it's um the Golden Boy. Golden Boy, sorry. Yeah. So so it's kind of the same idea. They'll have the mm. different characters with It'd be kind of cool. face on it. Yeah. But now I I now I think I don't know if his cat well, whatever. I don't know if his casting was meant to be more like the the audio. But okay. I thought like it, instead of our faces or whatever, it'd be more like I will voice this character and Someone else will voice that character, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know, but I thought it might be interesting to find an online, like a script for an episode and having us all reading our parts and cobbling it together. But I mean, I don't know. That's, that's a project that would require gathering the particular individuals involved and two of yeah. them are celebrity individuals that are way above our podcasting level. And oh. I don't know if we could get them involved. However, one of them, I know... I think is a fan of rocket Robin hood and we have a connection to that person that could maybe get this shit done, but I don't know hmm. grand plans, but, Definitely but anyway, interesting. yeah. So we had a Twitter poll. Mm -hmm. We mentioned last time you and I spoke. Yep. We were going 
we were going through all the different topics on our topic board because what Todd and I do is when we have an idea, we just throw them on our topic board and it's a shared list thing that we both have. I think Corey's on there too. I think Corey's been adding stuff on there too. Mm -hmm. And whenever there's an idea, it just gets added to the board and we don't really know who's added what, but then we'll just talk about stuff and just take stuff off the board if we don't have a specific topic set up. So I put four of the topics on, on Twitter and asked people to vote for them. And we got a few votes in, not a lot because at the same time I didn't, I put a very short timeline on it, but also (laughs) you're limited with the amount of characters you can have. So people are like, what the, like, what, what what does this one mean? (laughs) In, 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 in our task list that we have, I can put as much description as I want. I can include links, you know, right. uh, And all that sort of stuff. So here's the four topics I put on. Now we did, I did promise you were going to talk about the catalytic converter. Right. We got to talk about that before we do anything <laughs> else, but I'll just really, really quickly. We had Elon Musk is an idiot as one topic. Head twit. What's that? Head a twit. <laughs> the head twit. The head twit. Yes, he is the head twit now. Um, book covers match shows. And what I meant by that topic was how every time a book gets translated into a theatrical release or, or a television show release, generally what happens is the publisher will all the covers of all the books now change to the characters from the TV show or the movie. The original artwork that was on there is gone. And now they're just splashing pictures of actors on the covers of the books. Lord of the Rings being the exceptional one right now. So that was topic two. Topic three was three's company. It's come up quite a few times on the show. And then uh, the last one was music that broke Todd. (laughs) So the only ones that got vote was Elon Musk is an idiot and Mm -hmm. music that broke Todd. Those are the two topics that came up. Now the catalytic converter has to be the lead because we (laughs) promised it. Todd's been hanging on to his anger and vitriol for too long. (laughs) He's got to let it out. He's got to purge. Then we'll follow up with the, the other leading story. And then we'll just recycle the, like the ones that didn't make it. The, the, they'll, we'll talk about them probably eventually. But so, Todd, mm-hmm. what the fuck is going on with catalytic converters and how it relates to you? Talk hard. Well, probably everywhere in the city. Uh, and this was, and this has been happening, but it happened to me a couple of years back. You spark on the street, and I think people are just kind of going by to check and lock doors and go in and, and pilfering in, in your vehicles and whatnot. And you get there, and your, um, you know, the drawers open with all your paperwork, all the floor everywhere. It's it's a pain. Plus, it's you feel violated, right? Because people are are in your domain that they were not invited to, right? You know, stealing your crap, and it get, you know pisses you off. So fast forward. Uh, to a couple months ago, and um, I've been trying to get uh, Donda's vehicle ready, um, you know, to drive. So we've got like I changed the muffler not uh, a couple of years back, but there's not much. There hasn't been much. Uh, she hasn't driven it a whole lot. So I did that. The shocks in the back were toast. I changed those. Um, the lights were coming on in her dash. I think it had to do with the ABS. So I, I tried to, to mm. clean all the contacts and whatnot. And hopefully the, the memory for the, the car thing would, you know, smarten up and, and not have all the lights come on. Um, I had a car starter put in, I had a, an ass seat warmer <laughs> put in, <laughs> um, new battery, you know, just, just to get it and new tires, like the tires alone. I mean, so the, the car is parked and if you leave the car there too long with the battery uh not charging like not starting it i guess there's like a a parasitic draw they call it mm-hmm. yep. uh, from either the car starter or something or other uh that just draws a little bit of the battery at a time and if you don't start your car very often uh it'll it'll suck it dry pretty much so uh, we took it out for a boot one day and it was making some banging noises. Weren't too sure what that was all about. So parked the car and that was fine. 
and then I left it for a couple weeks and then, um, I figured, okay, well, I'm going to, I got a bunch of brush on the side of the house because what happens, I've got, um, these trees along the, the, uh, the fence line. So what happens is after a while I have to, um, oops, got to take them and, and put them in a pile. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to get rid of this pile because what happens is the rabbits show up and they make, you know, their, their, their home under there and whatnot. And it just, and I have to mow around it. And then I, then you get grass growing out from there and it's just just a mess so anyway i figured i'm, I'm gonna get rid of it pull the truck up in the back so i go into the carport get in the car turn the key uh nothing happens so ah shit so then i had to go get the booster so i get the booster i start the car makes this awful racket and i'm like what is going on so i look underneath the car and the tailpipe is um is hanging down onto the ground but the front part of it not the rear part of it the front and i look and i go what what why would that fall off they oh, probably rust it off so i look a little further <laughs> yeah, you're like it's just another problem with the car yeah so i, so I look closer to the front of the vehicle and i'm like son of a bitch someone went and sawed off the freaking catalytic converter and it's like well now what now we can't use the vehicle um and now i gotta get it call auto pack so i'm thinking auto pack is basically our manitoba insurance provider for vehicles yeah our, our auto insurance so uh, i called them up and apparently this is and i didn't know this at the time but it, this is a rampant issue uh that's that's going around people are i don't know if they've got a lookout or something they go by they go okay well i got one here i got one here one here a crew shows up you know under your car two minutes zip out away you go Loaded up on their shopping cart or whatever the fuck they're using, and then uh, taking it to the um, scrap metal and getting top dollar for these catalytic converters. So there must be a shortage. Well, I don't know if there's a shortage, but you know, it's like if someone's showing up with a friggin' boatload of catalytic converters, don't you think you should go like, uh, hello? It'd be no different than a pawn shop with you know your your hot shit showing up. Yeah, I've got thirty seven guitars here that I want to unload. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, all brand new at tags. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you, you think, you know, the, the cops, you go to the bar at night, you'd think, like, as soon as you go to the parking lot, I mean, the cops know that people are there. Every single person that comes out of this parking lot has probably had a drink, at least one. Mm -hmm. uh, so they could, you know, stake it out if they wanted yeah, they to. Would, they would set up check stops and just, okay. Yeah, so oh, let's with do these the catalytic converters, what's the difference? Like these guys at the scrap metal yard, you think they would show up? It's not like Breaking Bad, and the guy shows up with the vehicle and he pays them under the table, then gets rid of the vehicle. No, these guys are paying you money for this stuff. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It, it, it burns my loins. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> You know, shit like that. So then you have to go through auto pack. And then it's like, okay, well, now I have to have the vehicle towed because I've got the uh, tailpipe onto the ground. So, I mean, I could back up fine, but as soon as I go forward, the whole thing could jam right through the gas tank. Sure. So it's not like it wasn't drivable. So they took this thing and then they held onto it for a month. And then we had to call them and says, well, what's going on? Oh, well, we, uh, somehow we got missed. I don't know how we got missed. So then they had to look at the vehicle and it says, well, I've got, you know, I got the car starter, I got the, the, the seat, I got the, you know, all the other stuff and the brand new tires. And it says, well, we don't give money for this. We don't give money for that. It's like, oh, for Frank's sakes. So anyways, you put money in, but it doesn't go anywhere. Oh, you don't get, you don't get anything back from it really. I mean, they'll give you a couple bucks for this or that, or, oh, you got a car starter. Okay. Well, we'll give you a couple bucks for that, but that, that's about it. I mean, the car was 2001, I believe, Cavalier. Yep. Uh, miles. I mean. It only had like 76,000 clicks on it. Like it wasn't, and, and that was probably the saving grace to get a little bit, you know, of money for it, but not, not that much. And, you know, especially when you're trying to buy a car nowadays. So, yeah, so that, that, uh, that's pretty much the story. It's, uh, I'm actually looking this a, up now. It's more of a yeah. piss off. I wonder if Sam Thompson wrote about this. I mean, people are 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 stealing, 
no out of air conditioners <gasps> while they're still running. They're they're cutting off the copper. <laughs> I've got some you information. Know. You're gonna so, be you're gonna be excited to hear about. Well, I did hear, and I don't know if that's what you're reading right now, but I did hear that they were cracking down on these catalytic converters for these uh, scrap metal places taken. But I don't know if that's what you're going to be saying. Well, hang on. So 95.1 FM. 90 point. Wait, how do we say that? 95.1. Yeah, the peak FM. Is that in Winnipeg? Is that a new station? Is the uh, is that's not the radio station, or is that a? Or sorry, the um, between ninety two and ninety seven, obviously. But I don't know if I've ever gone ninety five. So it says here, I was looking for Sam. Sam Town. Sam. Okay, we're gonna look see if there's a. Oh, did Sam talk about it? Uh, maybe, maybe I'm looking here. Global news. By Sam Thompson. Here we go. Fucking Sam Thompson keeps sneaking into our shows. <laughs> Three Manitoba men busted in months-long catalytic converter investigation. Again, Sam, stop having headlines that actually tell you what the story is about. There's no clickbait in there. You actually have a headline, and then it says everything. But looking at your your article, you were literally talking about what your headline stating. There's no clickbait. It's literally here's the story, here's the title of the story, and there's 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 nothing missing. Uh, we oh, can't play incorrect headlines with Sam Thompson because he's too much of a, of a professional. Yeah, he's not a tabloider. See, no. the tabloids would have made that a clickbait. He's bait. good at his job, damn it. Yeah, damn it. Okay, so here, so <laughs> we're we're literally quoting verbatim Mr. Mr. Thompson here. Two men from Enola, Manitoba, and one from Winnipeg are facing a raft of charges after a months-long investigation into the theft of catalytic converters. Winnipeg police said the investigation, known as Project Precious, Okay, led to a scrapyard. Oh, led to a scrapyard on Springfield Road, where stolen catalytic converters were believed to be sold. In addition to thirteen catalytic, catalytic boy, that's a tough one. Officers also seized twelve thousand five hundred dollars in cash, along with an estimated nine hundred dollars in cocaine, three hundred dollars in illegal cannabis, and three hundred dollars in psilocybin, hallucinogenic mushrooms. Psilocybin. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, what you said. Yeah, Chichen Chong uh, album, uh, psilocybin. <laughs> I remember them talking about it. Yeah. All right. So. Uh. Wow. Okay. So I guess that's done. Okay. Now back to public caning. You remember that episode? <laughs> yeah. Public caning. I want to be the first one in line, and I want the biggest cane, and I want to be fresh. I want to be fresh. I want to. I want to pre-workout. I want to, you know, get nice <laughs> and warm up push-ups before and, and get a good swing. Yeah. Cause then at least you can feel better. Sure. Yeah. Or a picture of them and, and, uh, it's, you know, whatever, something dartboard, just something to get the aggression out to make you feel like something's been accomplished. Well, they are going to go to jail. They're going to serve their time. I oh guess, yeah. You know. What are they going to You crapped out there. We'll wait till you get caught up. So Todd's rage was so great. <laughs> I, I broke the internet. You broke the internet. <laughs> See, we get into public caning. That's a very controversial topic. I, I don't know. I, well, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, public hangings are a little extreme. Uh, just hanging in in general or the death penalty uh, type of thing. But this is just basically a, just something for the victims, I guess. I mean, the victims are at the mercy of, of whatever it is that the uh, lawyers uh, try and, uh, oh, that's pretty cool. The lawyers try and get their client off on, right? It's It's never about justice. It's always about plea bargains and bullshit. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, our green I, screening is is not working very good though. I'm just going to well, check with you. I don't I don't have a green screen. Although if I did have a green screen behind me, that would probably work out pretty pretty cool. Yeah. 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 I like that. That's pretty cool. I wanted to set a virtual desk where we could both sit at. It'd be pretty yep. cool. Yeah. Yep. It would be. It would be. And then we'd have on the on the side of us, we could have like pictures of whatever the story is that we're talking about. 
Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to reply on Twitter. So I did put another poll on there. How many people's cars have been broken into? I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what people have to say mm-hmm. about it. Um, so I'm just replying. You win. Elon Musk is the topic. So I sent you a link. I don't expect you to read it because there's a lot of information there. I have read this article already. So in our Twitter poll, Elon Musk is an idiot was the, ooh, it's 50-50 now. Between Elon, Elon Musk and, is and an the idiot. Music, music that broke Todd. What are we going to talk about? Todd, so here's the question. <laughs> it all depends on how prepared you are. Well, I'm not really prepared. Either way, <laughs> I only kind of found out which ones they were. So, so okay. mu- music that broke Todd. So, I don't know if you listen, Todd, but the episode uh, 398 and 399, I discussed uh, something that broke me from a musical perspective. And by by what I mean, what I mean by broke is that there are certain moments in music history mm-hmm. that completely expanded my mind to what's out there musically speaking right so one so one episode was the movie pump up the volume broke me because it, it, it introduced me to so much new music mm-hmm. that uh, i started literally listening to other bands that i never listened to before and then the other one was when i wrote my my novel the music I was listening to at the time broke me. So that's what I mean by breaking music that broke Todd. So is there a moment? And if you want to think on it, we can do this as, as, as the next episode. Let's do well, this the next episode. I, I, I'd actually like you to just think hard. Well, I mean, I can, I can kind of spew it off, off the cuff with, with a bit of a, uh background history if you like so unless you want like to... a band or an album or a moment could be any of those things yeah i mean we can do it another time it's, let's it's do it another time elon musk was the was the leading thing and i get the article up okay we'll, we'll do we'll definitely do it next episode and the then head... uh, the other thing is maybe todd you can give me a heads up and i'll make sure i have sound clips ready okay that one so the head twit, the head twit. So this is kind of, well, this is also timely, right? Because he actually, Elon Musk has now purchased Twitter. Right. It's, it's official now. It just happened in the last few days. And everybody's wondering whether or not he's going to be reinstating Trump on Twitter. Yep. Because he wants it to be a, yeah, I'm not going to quote him directly, but he wanted it to be a forum for free speech. Well, there's free speech and there's causing riots and well, whatever. Yeah. You put you so we'll see how long I'm on Twitter after this. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I mean, I like, I like what Twitter gives our show. Mm-hmm. It gives us uh, the ability to communicate with other podcasters and fans and stuff. But Elon Musk scares me, man. He reminds me of Tony Stark, Iron Man. Anybody that has a lot of money are the ones that you have to be scared of because a lot of times they think they're untouchable Mm -hmm. and they can just buy their way out of whatever it is that trouble that they're into. Which is true. If you have a lot of money, you can literally buy yourself out of trouble. Yeah. You can. You can delay stuff until the end of time. Uh, Never see a courtroom. Although if you and I did anything close to anything that these rich people do, we'd be imprisoned right away. Mm -hmm. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. (laughs) I mean, there's hush money that's paid off to people, you know, oh, I'm testifying against you for sexual harassment or whatever. And like, and then there's this hush money thing that comes in. And if the hush money doesn't work, then, you know, you can always pay people off to hurt people. You know, there's like, it let, like intimidation things like money buys a lot of things. And that's why it scares the hell out of me. Yeah. And they also say money can't buy happiness, but hey, sure. Make a hell of a good down payment. <laughs> so. So th- th- this has come up. So I I don't know about you, but my 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 media streams or my um the, like where I, I get my news stories and stuff, I've been hit with 
I've been hit with a lot of articles about how it is costly to work from home. Incredibly expensive to work from home. Really? Yeah. So I've been hitting, we've been hit with a lot of articles and you can tell that the way these articles are written, they're not written by journalists. They're written by, um, actual people, brand people, you know, that are trying to further brands. Oh, okay. You know, so there's like, uh, I don't know what the, you need to buy our product to save you some money while you're working at home. Yeah. Like you can tell it's, it's an advertisement, right? They've switched. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's advertising, advertising, like mad men, like, you know, they, they, they could sell anything to anybody, you know, that's kind of like what they do. And that's what these articles that keep showing up on my, on my news stream all the time are like, you're doing yourself a disservice from working from home. You are costing your fa- your family household money by working from home. You are more prone to get sick if you work from home. But if you buy our product. <laughs> but but what's happening is these articles are written by companies that are trying to uh, force back to work policies, right? And that are struggling with back to work policies. So the strategy that they're using is, look, if we make it sound like it's an actual news story that's being reported, talking about the what's wrong about working from home and it seems to come from a reputable source if we can just write it in such a way that sounds like a real news article as opposed to a fabricated one then people will see it in their news stream will shame them and go wow i never thought of it that way maybe i should go back to the office so i think they're they're so like i'm not that dumb but like some of the, you know, some of the stats that they're providing are fabricated. Like when you go to the sources, there are no sources, you know, sources say blah, 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 blah. There are no sources or um, we, we, we did a poll and the poll doesn't exist. Like it's just fabricated stuff by corporations to kind of enforce the bottom line they want to make, which is to get people back to the office. Right. So on the heels of all that, Elon Musk, this is an article in Fortune magazine. So this is this is the title. Elon Musk and Jason Calacanis messaged about how return to office mandates could be used as a gentleman's layoff to get workers to voluntarily quit. So in the article, it's basically some chatter back and forth between Elon and this other dude who is also like a super rich um, person. Oh, wow. I have to pay to read the article. I didn't have to pay to read the article the first time. Okay, well then, look, if this is what we're doing, <laughs> then um, I'm going to make up what the article is about. How about that? <laughs> we're turning this in into into an incorrect headline. Well, I did read the whole thing before, and basically, what it indicated was that they had conversations. These two really rich people, mm-hmm. and they're like, hmm, like they were really frustrated that people were working from home. They couldn't get them to come back, and and they're like. You know, when you let somebody go, you generally have to pay them out something, pay money out in some way, form, some way, shape or form. Like a severance pay? Severance pay. And they're like, but you don't have to pay severance pay to somebody who quits, right? You never have to pay severance. So the basic gist of the conversation was like, they said, hey, if you enforce a back to work thing, but you have it be, I need you back in the office like two days a week or three days a week. I can't remember what the what the number was. You're going to find 20% of your workforce is going to quit. Now, I could be a little bit off in the numbers, but it was, again, I can't read the article. And I'm not going to pay a rich company called Fortune money to subscribe to their service to talk about percentages. But um, basically... So they said, so, you know, if you're trying to reduce your workforce, because, you know, some companies got hit during COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And if, I, I think the gist of the conversation was Elon was trying to minimize staff, but it's costly to let people go. Right. So if I enforce a return to work policy, this Jason guy said, hey, well, just so you know, 20% of your staff will quit. So then you don't have to pay out severance and then you can reduce your staff to the number that you want by this percentage 
And they were talking ratios of, well, if you enforce like two days a week or three days a week or four days a week or full time, then th that'll improve your ratio. So if you want 30, you know, if you need to reduce your workforce by 30% or 40% or 50% using the return to work or return to office mandate, then, you know, you can get rid of people without paying them out. So it was a strategy. Sound like a Murdoch move. Murdoch. You ever no, Murdoch. Do you ever watch the uh, series? Was it the Murdochs? They own all the, you know, the all the the papers, the newspapers. Oh, Rupert they, Mur Murdoch. Yeah, and then they got into the, you know, TV version like Fox mm. and everything. So basically, you know, it's whatever sells. I think uh, was it the Current Affair? All those, all those shows. Hey, yep. we need a we need a show that this will grab a lot of people. Yeah, and then let, let's create Fox, and we'll just you know just a lot of people not not so much facts just it's more for entertainment right it's yeah, not well, it's actual, more for you know advertising kind of like the national Enquirer, but the, the video version of it right mm -hmm. so yeah so what he i think uh, in one section what he had done is uh all his with the, the union or something we're going to go on strike so he created a, sec, a, a a whole different company started shipping all the newspaper stuff to this other place and everybody that was on strike basically he just, you know, folded up the company and then started off new. Yeah. Uh, and the new company that he had created didn't even, I don't even think they even created a single paper. Uh, so this was all shenanigans that were done in the background to save money. It's it's like, how much money do you need? <laughs> like, like how, how, how many people are going to screw over? you know, to make a buck. And that, yeah. and that seems to and why be does way... that matter? Like, why does it matter to make more money? I mean, and, and Elon, uh, I mean, he's a smart guy, but I mean, is he compassionate? I don't know. Only time will tell. For, well, he's compassionate for he, about himself. For what he does with this Twitter thing. Yeah. Like, which way is he going to go? Is, is he going to go, you know, the humane way, the inhumane way? Uh, just making money and, and yeah, there's no checks matters. and balances here with him buying Twitter. Like there's no checks and balances for anything he does because when you have that much money, well, anybody with, with a lot of money, they, they can do what they want to the point to where it's like, well, I could do something illegal. Who's going to stop me? Like, I'll just, I'll just keep doing it. It's like, it's like a kid. I mean, when, if you don't say no and they keep, you know, doing stuff and doing stuff and then they get bratty and then they end up in trouble and, you know, it just, it just perpetuates because no one ever has, you know, there's no stop button. Yeah. And it's the same. And it's no different when that kid has grown up to be 40, 50 years old and they're in the same predicament. Oh, I can do what I want. And who's going to yeah. stop me? Yeah. Because oh, this, yeah, this one's no going to stop me. Oh yeah. Well, I know, I know your boss and I know you're, you know, whatever. So I'll just give them a call and, you know, rub elbows with the mucky mucks and go for play golf or whatever the freak they do you know, hanging out type thing. We're all rubbing each other's elbows or what they call it. <laughs> or other refinements. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to call it. Yeah. When you, when you get older and, and I think we had, we had touched on this before when you're younger, your world is very small. You have your parents, your uncles, your aunts, your whole thing. And as you get older, the world gets a little bit bigger where you see the the outer portions of it a little bit, but then when you get older, you really see how the world works. And mm -hmm. I've and I've been told that you know the world is pretty much run by a handful of people. And you know when you sit back now and you go, all these rich people, uh, they're the ones pushing the buttons. I'm going to regulate what you see on TV. I'm going to regulate what you hear on the radio. I'm going to regulate everything that you consume. You know the whole thing. If you are buck naked in the middle of you know nowhere with no multimedia or anything like that it's it's a whole different world right yeah you depend on your own in your wits not by what people are telling you or what they want you to you know this vacuum sucks better than this vacuum or you know whatever <laughs> everybody every commercial on tv everything you see is all revolving around money and that's who runs the world the people who have the most money it's not that you know say the one who has the most toys wins no it's the one that has the most money that wins and most connections and if you if you just step back out of the box and look at the world in that you know in that, that matter to see who to, yeah to see who's running your eyes you know get open pretty pretty quick
but I think so. So based based on what you said, how you said people start out small, like their 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 perspective is small, and it's just like their family and stuff. And then as they get older, but I think here's the other thing too: is as you get older, you realize that that perspective you had as a child, like the, your immediate bubble, mm-hmm. is all that really matters. Like you kind of circle back and go, okay, I kind of see the world, the the scope of the world. But then you realize the things that are that important. small bubble is actually far more important than the big bubble. Yeah. Unless you get caught up in the big bubble. Yeah. Well, which a lot of people do, right? Yeah. So, yeah. wow. Sorry, go ahead. I've done just, I, um, my mind's a little blown. Did I blow your mind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there is hope. <laughs> There is hope. But yeah, your family, I mean, your family, the people you grew up with, your friends. I mean, that that's what really matters. All the other stuff is just noise, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like uh, what we're doing, what you and I are doing right now. This is important. Yeah. But I mean, this is this is our version of 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 life, I guess yeah. you could say. This this is this is how we've experienced and how we view it. Everybody views it differently. I mean, when you're younger, you view it a certain way. And as you get older, your views change. Um you know, just based on your life experience. But when you get to a certain point of life experience, then your eyes kind of open up a little bit and you can see what's, uh, what's really, you know, what's really happening. But some people go to the extreme where, I mean, you get these conspiracy theories and people that go down these rabbit holes. Um, I mean, videos of this and that and, and, and people talking about this and that. And like you said, these articles, uh, about things where they've got, uh, they mention either this group or this person, and they don't even exist. These are things that people are making up. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that happens also. So, I mean, you can't always believe everything you see and read, especially nowadays, because, I mean, back in the day, whatever you saw was pretty much, you know, if it was a picture of Bigfoot, you know, grainy, black and white, that was it. There was no Photoshop. There was none of this other crap. Nowadays, you know, you could put a head on a donkey and go, hey, look, a new animal. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so yeah, you can it's, fake it's a little anything trickier. nowadays yeah it's a little trickier now so you have to really you know check your facts yep just the facts I, I, I've, I've got a hot take on on elon musk here okay yeah we kind of we kind of veered off there sorry no no that's okay no 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 <laughs> i mean it, it directly relates to to him being a dick because he does what he wants and he finds ways to do it. And he talks to his his other rich friends. And how did you do it at your company? You know, and he just, without consequence, it's like you, these people have a job and you are paying them money and they're putting food on the table. And now you're threatening their livelihood because ah, I don't agree with it. It's my company. I can do whatever the fuck I want. But I think at a certain point, when you have a company and you have people working for you, whether you believe it or not, you now have a responsibility to those people. You've decided that you are going to be in charge of these people and that you are going to be providing for their families. You've decided to hire these people. So you are now responsible for those people. You're responsible for the families of those people. And you have a, a uh, an ability to severely impact their lives and to not take that seriously means you're deranged and i think he's deranged well he's um i don't know uh, i i don't want to pigeonhole him in in any type of category but um does he's i mean they say there's a fine line between was it uh being very smart and insanity yeah um although He's he's very smart. I think he does he, and I don't know the the correct me if I'm wrong. The term he's got was it Asperger's that he has? He might have. I don't know. The people have talked about him being on the spectrum before. I don't know if that's a proven or so or whatever. And and, and and he will definitely have some very special abilities that no one else has just right. because of that. But he's deficient in other things, right? You're overly great at. A few things and you're severely under in other things well it's no different than people who are very uh social sociable and other people that are very 
academic, but are very awkward socially. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there, there's spectrums all over the board. I mean, everyone's, you know, I mean, me, you, everyone else, we all have our own, uh, I guess, spectrum we follow, but it's not really a, a listed medical term version because it's very, you know, it's not a drastic difference. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he does. Yeah. Okay. So here's my hot take on Elon Musk and people are going to hate me for this and I don't care, but are you familiar with Tony Stark, Iron Man? I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, famously portrayed in the movies by Robert Downey Jr. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about the movie version. So in the second film, Tony Stark runs into Elon Musk. He's actually in Iron Man two for like, a 10 second cameo or whatever it is. And they kind of cross paths. So basically indicating look, Tony Stark's a big is, is a, is a big deal. And Elon Musk is a big deal. And because they're both billionaires, they're both aware of each other. They potentially speak with each other, you know, off mm-hmm. camera, you know, but I have always felt like the movie version of Tony Stark is a bad guy. No, He's really a bad guy who's done some good things, but in the films, he makes more money than God, right? He's 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 very very smart. He's very very focused and very very driven. But again, he's like I almost think that the movie version is kind of based on Elon Musk a little bit. In fact, I I, I strongly believe he is based on Elon Musk quite a bit. But what oh. we see in the films is that. He's so driven that he doesn't relate to people and he treats people as stepping stones or um, uh, recyclable. Like he goes through women like crazy. You know, they're just there to to satisfy his sexual urges and that's all they're good for. And then he's doing the same thing. So he's he's making weapons and and selling weapons. And yeah you know, and he's just doing whatever he wants. He's unaccountable. You know, he gets in the second film, he, he has to go to Congress and, and they're saying you can't do what you're doing, but he's got more money than God. And he's just like making fun of Congress and making fun of the government and basically saying, look, you guys aren't doing your job. So I'm going to do it for you. And the reasons what's that? That's dangerous. That's dangerous. And I'm like, how is, how is he a good guy? Like I know everyone's like, oh, Iron Man, you know, it it broke the mold and, and it created the modern superhero movie and stuff. And then, you know, in, in the final Avengers movies, he dies and people are like, oh, I wish he wouldn't have died. But I'm like, how else could his story have ended? He's a bad guy. He's he's actually found his his conscience a few times. And he's realized that he's done some really bad and evil things. He's responsible for the deaths of thousands based on the technology he created. He is not a good guy. He's done some good things. He's done some things that might be considered heroic. But he is actually a bad guy. You know, and then he's like, I'm going to police the world. And why is he going to police the world? Well, because he has the money to do it. I mean, he might have the right idea that, you know, the earth needs my protection, but there's no checks and balances with him. He's got all the money in the world. When someone pisses him off, he just jumps into his Iron Man armor and does whatever the fuck he wants. Like, There's no accountability for his actions. There's only his moral compass, and we can't rely on his moral compass to assume he's going to do the right thing, which is how I feel Elon Musk is. He's at this point. Well, yes, but I'm smarter than you all, which Tony Stark always said. You know, I'm smarter than you all. I know what's right for the world. But how do we know you know what's right for the world? According to you. Yeah, That's according right. to you, right? You're, and when you're, you're that human, just like everyone else. <laughs> and when you're that separated from the rest of humankind on your intelligence level, how are you, like, you can't relate to us anymore. How do you know your intentions are the best? Because you're losing part of your morality the smarter you get and you and you see how you see the whole big picture and then you start looking as everything as just uh you know 
pieces in a chess game or whatever like opportunities you start losing faces like people start losing their faces to you they're just you know so anyway so my hot take is tony stark is elon musk and he's a bad guy and i know everyone loves tony stark in the mcu but i've his story is interesting but i've never considered him a good guy and when he dies in the end it's like he finally figured his shit out and sacrificed himself for the entire universe there's no other way that story could have ended because there's he needed to pay for all the lives that he cost. And you can't do that by saying, I'll just do better. You know, hmm. that's all I'm saying. See, I didn't know he died. So thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't think, I don't think Elon is going to go that route. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't think he's going to, he's going to wear the infinity gauntlet and try to fix, fix everything. No, no, I mean the end part. I don't think he's gonna oh, no. take, take himself. I could see him trying to build an infinity gauntlet to can to control the universe. I don't know what an infinity gauntlet is. <laughs> but that so, was obviously in one of the movies. I had, yeah. I saw I saw the first couple of Iron Man, but I, I don't. Uh, yeah. How many movies were there? Uh, there was three Iron Man movies, but then he was in every single Avengers movie. And well, which is the one that you were talking about? That he? No, that was Avengers. So there was Avengers: Infinity War. Which they they all fought against Thanos. Oh, okay. So this isn't this isn't one of the series, the Iron Man series, where he does this. this well, is, he did his is... three movies, and then he just kept showing up in all the Avengers movies, and he showed up in a Spider Man movie, and he showed up in a Captain America movie. Okay, but this is all after he did his his three movies. So they were just paying him lots of money to show up. Right. Right. So the Avengers movies, it's definite like like he's the center point of all those those films. He's like the star. He's definitely got the top billing and the top pay. Right. So they're kind of like Iron Man movie extensions in a way. But I, I'm not a I'm not a Tony Stark fan. Hmm. Well, I mean Elon is kind of uh I mean, he's been in the news. But it's it's whatever the news have shown us. Um, True. I, all I really know about him Good is point. he's uh, he's super smart. Um, he's he he created the, the the electric. I mean Tesla is a big company. Uh, he's got that running. Um, he was doing the uh, was it Blue Origin or I can't remember now. One of the he was doing something with the space program. Mm-hmm. Yep. But um, yeah, I mean when you have more money than NASA. <laughs> You can pretty much, you know, oh, yeah, we can afford to do uh, research on this. Yeah, we'll just throw some billions of dollars here and there and get the best people in the job and do what we got to do. I mean, there's there, there's plus sides, plus sides to it, um, but you just kind of, like you said, you know, balances. You got to check some balances. You got to, you got to be able to, you know, rain people in that are they're going you know off the off the road but you know who determines whether they're going off the road and who determines on who's gonna you know put their hand up and say uh hold on wait a minute <laughs> it's like it's like a band a band continuing and all they have is like the the one original member right and so they bring in these people to play the other instruments or or whatever so every time that person comes in and writes a song mm-hmm. that song kind of sucks or that part kind of sucks. Could you work like you can't speak up to the person who's, you know, who's the founder of the band. Like people, the higher up you get, the, the more people are less likely to speak up. And then you end up surrounding yourself with people that will just say yes to you. Right. But sometimes you need to be told no not everything is a great idea, right? Like, you know, you have to work through things and and there's good ideas and there's bad ideas and there's things that should be done or shouldn't be done. But if you don't have people around you that are peers, that are actual peers, then you don't have a moral compass. Right. You know, I mean, I own moral compass, but you've got no one to talk to about it because no one's, you know, where you are. Right. I mean, I could be totally wrong. I, I don't know. Like like you said, everyone's knowledge in life is usually by whatever the media tells you. I don't know Elon. I've never I've never met him. I've never talked to him. 
all you know is what people show you and what people show you is what they want to show you. And usually what they want to show you is something shocking because anything that's not shocking isn't really news. They're not going to watch your news. They're going to watch someone else's news that has, you know, that's why they're the inquirer and the star. That's why people buy them. It's it's shocking news, right? I guess we wouldn't hear about him saving a puppy or, or anything no. like that because and we I'm hear sure. about it if it made sense to sell papers. Yeah. I mean, he could be a great guy. He, maybe he bought this Twitter. Maybe he has some really good intentions. Maybe he's got some really good plans for, you know, the future. I mean, they said the same thing with, um, with, uh, Microsoft, uh, Bill Gates, Bill Gates. I mean, he's, he's another one with a lot of money and then he wanted to do something with this schooling thing. I don't know what the, the, I can't remember what it was all about, but they were going to be changing stuff and this new math and this, you know, everybody wants to have their opinion and the more money you have, apparently your opinion matters more. Yeah. Because now, Oh, well, if we go with this guy, he's got some money. So we need money. So we're going to go with his opinion. Yeah. Or we'll just say yes to him because we'd really like that grant that he's going to give us or influence or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there again, I've never met bill (laughs) And, and he's, you know, I mean, when you get that much money, there's a lot of philanthropy that, you know, maybe we don't know about that, that they do. And I'm sure they do it, uh, whether it's for the goodness of their own heart or if it's more the bottom line with, you know, charities and tax, um, you know, credits and whatnot. Who knows? Only they know. And only we know is whatever the media will show us. Very which true. Which is unfortunate. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, could... ca- let's cap it off there. I, I, I think we've uh, driven this into the ground. <laughs> um so thanks everybody for tuning in uh again it's good having todd here more more regular yeah Uh, this is good we gotta do some more um just topics more you and i yeah yeah for sure but um thanks everybody and we'll see you on the flip side